why do we always don't laugh so loud because of the microphone shut up <laughs> Dice welcome la to the cosmic ocean hello everyone how are you today how are you this lovely day i'm nayeli and i'm fatima and we would both like to welcome everyone and say thank you for following us for supporting us um for listening to us and for allowing us to come into your homes. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Um, I before we start, I do want to take a moment and say to take care of yourself. These back-to-back massacres are heavy, uh, and really our body takes a hit. So really, make space for yourself. Make space for the families, for the grief, um, for the fear. Feel it. Heal your body, heal your mind. That's really how we get out of this, is by healing as a collective together. I would say to feel it and allow space for the grief, but not the fear. Um, But you have to feel it. Feel it, but don't perpetuate it, I guess. Oh, yeah. Don't operate from this. Yes, because as a collective, you know, we need to be better and do better. And I think just staying away from the fear is essential. Especially... With what is happening yeah, all over so the world. Focusing on the families and giving love. That's Sending how you love. get out mm-hmm. of it. And uh, just holding space for the families and, mm-hmm. and celebrating holding the children's space. lives. Mm-hmm. And, and just sending love. Sending like love. Said. That being said as well, art is healing. Yes. Um, and I think that's a nice little segue to introduce Evermore Arts Collective, which is a collective started by a really, really great, great friend of mine. Shout out to Evangeline for her, Evangeline. for being the CEO. So Evermore Arts Collective hosts eco-friendly art events featuring local artists. Evie will be going from city to cities, um, setting up shop and allowing for local artists in different states to participate in different cities so this month she is her applications are open until june 3rd i believe yes for an event that she's hosting in august so here in denver if you are a denver local artists <laughs> artist yes. follow her on evermore arts evermore arts and you can follow her and it's evermorearts.com you can find evermore on instagram as evermore evermore arts Uh, art is healing allow the energy to flow through you allow you to connect with the earth a friend reminded me through them doing it through Mm -hmm. them living what they preach which Mm -hmm. was beautiful Mm -hmm. but they reminded me the importance of using your platform right yes especially beautiful it was so fucking beautiful we have to acknowledge that here in denver colorado we are on the unceded land of the arapaho and cheyenne peoples and that that we should give their land Mm -hmm. back and Mm -hmm. the first step is in acknowledging that this is stolen land and follow us Nayeli does readings. Um, you can book her on her link tree, and her TikTok is the Nay Area underscore the Nay underscore Area. Those are that's that's her handle everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. And she posts great content. So if you haven't checked her checked her out, check her out. Follow Fatima Hija del Maíz. She will be also posting some beautiful content beautiful advice and all that she is working on. So today we are talking about connecting with your ancestors as well as altars. Yay! 
Uh, connecting with your ancestors and doing altars. Let's first say that your body is your ancestor as well as is the altar. <laughs> so your first altar is your body. Exactly. And the first connection you have with your ancestors is your body, is yourself. Going back to that ancestral memory, the generational trauma. You want to get to know them, you get to know yourself, but fully. You, you start being honest with yourself, who you are, mm -hmm. etc. So... And I guess, um, just before you start to clear it up, connecting to our ancestors and our ancestors being all our, um, our past relatives, our relatives that have passed, um, on both sides of our family lines. And even we get this, we get asked this question a lot, like, can I connect to them even if I didn't know them? Of course, because they're your family. Mm -hmm. They are your abuelitos and your abuelitas who have passed. So yes, you can connect to them even if you don't know them, and it's all your relatives that have passed. Mm -hmm. I also want to say, uh, you know, uh, you have this knowing your body knows, your DNA knows, your spirit knows them, because again, you are them. So that being said, after listening to the other podcasts, when you engage with your ancestors, we hope that you have this sense of comfort sitting in the stillness and sitting in silence allowing you to simply speak to yourself so that you can trust your intuition so that when you ask who are you and you hear an answer in your mind like a thought you believe that that was your ancestors telling you exactly who they okay. were one of the things that i've learned is that you need to develop a relationship with your ancestors you need to begin to get to know them, begin to hold space for them. The way you hold space for them and get to know them and create a relationship is with that altar. With yourself. With yourself. But let's start about creating the altar first. I didn't start with the altar. You started with I the started altar. With my altar. I think it's really important that you understand that you have to create a relationship with them, mm -hmm. right? That you can't just start asking them for advice and for help if you don't talk to them. It's, right. It's like... You have a friend and you can't just call your friend when you need something. And so it's like with the ancestors, you have to feed them, you have to water them, you have to talk to them, you have to grow that relationship. Right. So then, okay, so you can do it in whatever way fits your Right, because you life. did it one way and I did it another Yeah, way. exactly. Mm -hmm. And I really like the, I was reading this book about the ancestors for Ifa. And I really like the analogy that they explained how, okay, if you're going to start an ancestral art altar for your veneration, you're, you have to treat it like a garden. And mm -hmm. it starts off small, mm -hmm. but the more that you spend time in the garden and the more the, more the garden grows. Right. And that's very right. similar to what you just said. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we will start with the ancestral altar. Um, hee 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 hee, they can't see you, honey boo boo. So you have to, like, verbalize what you're doing. I'm going, hee 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 hee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the most important part right now, well, when starting an altar, is it doesn't matter. The aesthetic doesn't matter, right? So you don't have to go buy the most expensive um, table, um, the most expensive frames for your ancestors. No, it, it's about the intention and holding that space. So you can build an actual altar in the sense of like putting your table and tablecloth and then photos on top of it. Or if you don't have that space, then you can hang um, picture frames on your wall. 
you can just create a little space where you can just put a cup of water. Like, so let's say you live with roommates and you can't, you don't have that sacred space to, um, to be able to put them up or your partner is not supportive, right? And you can't build the altar. Then you can just create a space inside you, like we were mm-hmm. talking about, but then put a cup somewhere for them, a water or like still have a little designated mm-hmm. spot. You don't have to have the entire right pictures and incense right. and all of that, but like a little bowl on the windowsill. Perfect. See, or a little cup of water. And I think, so obviously the first thing you have to start with is your table. And then a white tablecloth. Mm-hmm. And then on top, and then that's the most important thing. And then water. Always have water for mm-hmm. them. And, yeah. a, and the light. What I started with is that one ancestor who started coming to me and talking to me. And um, so I was in ceremony and that's how he came. And I think I talked about it, him. Yeah. I started with him. That's how I started my altar. So with my grandpa, who started coming, you know, who came to me in ceremony. I got him. Um, they find you. So then my my dad or an aunt sent me his photo so i printed out the photo set him up with his tablecloth his candle and his water that's how i started that was the first 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 thing and i started with it was really easy for me because of you like you did say you had your designated ancestor that came down and was on your ass and i believe that depending on what you're experiencing mm-hmm. in your life that will dictate which ancestor is more in the spotlight than the others mm-hmm. so like which one will okay. come down and talk to you we'll guide you at that moment we'll guide you yeah, yeah right i started with the same ancestor because that was my only mm. connection because of mm-hmm. you i was like okay well i am i'm going to engage i'm going to have a relationship with them i'm going to talk to them i'm going to ask them who mm-hmm. they are and to bring themselves to me the, mm-hmm. and they did through you mm-hmm. and so i really started more as like i am the guide mm-hmm. But I do understand that it's so much easier to have that physical manifestation, the altar. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. So on that note, I wanted to add, like, because it's like, why have a relationship with them? Because they are, they have been in this life. They have, yeah. they have walked our steps. Yeah. And not just them, but like all of, like it's generations and generations. And who better to ask for help and guidance than our own family, right? right. Than our own grandparents. Right. And I had this epiphany too of like, we walk this earth and the whole journey is of finding ourselves. Mm-hmm. But yesterday I had the epiphany of, well, when we get to know our ancestors, that is me getting to know mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. When I get to know other versions or other people, that is me getting to know myself because they are me. And I just thought that was beautiful That's too. So beautiful. Um, so for me, I was just like, oh, I don't need an altar because my mm-hmm. mom has an altar and that's mm-hmm. fine. That was me being fucking lazy too. At one point it switched. But that was at the town hall? No, that was here. Oh, okay. That was here. I okay. didn't set up my own altar because I was like, well, my mom has one. Right. But the thing was that they started asking me to set up an altar so that I could give them offerings because Mm -hmm. I was asking for a lot Mm -hmm. because I was growing Mm -hmm. and I, my abilities were growing or my connection was Mm -hmm. growing that I just, they, I was just taking, taking, taking from them that they were like, okay, you need to set up your altar. And I was like, "Uh, but my mom has one, but you're not giving us, you're not Mm -hmm. spending time Mm -hmm. here. You're not giving us Mm -hmm. offerings. You're not changing the, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're not, 
tending to the want. garden mm-hmm. because you say it's not your garden, mm-hmm. but you're still saying that's my garden. And that's wait, wait, and that's what we're talking about. That it's like you can't be asking for help if you're not giving something back. Exactly, it, it's right. a. It's an ex- energy exchange. And exactly. It's an energy exchange. And then that's where it gets really messy, too, because a lot of uh, traditions fear monger and say, well, if you don't... That was so beautiful. If you don't give in that relationship with your ancestors, then they're going to be so mad at you, mm-hmm. and they're going to be so angry. They're going to be disappointed, mm-hmm. but there's that's nothing you should be afraid of. I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you decided to not do your work, and that's fine. They're not going to rain hell on you. That's the universe. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they don't. I, I guess, like, yeah, they might get mad, but it's nothing like that. They're, they're not going to disown you. Yeah. They're not going to send, you know, hell down to get you right they're just they're what they're gonna wait they're gonna wait patiently because they know that eventually you're gonna come around right right, right. my, my grandpa would send me messages like i know you can hear me yeah you know, stop acting like you can't hear me yeah you can hear me so i think like they'll wait they they, they have the time and the space yeah. to just wait mm-hmm. um so there's really just no reason for you to be afraid of them right there because the, like you said who else better or who better than people who have experienced this and experienced the same fucking trauma uh-huh. who you have you you have their dna they have your dna they have you are dealing with their generational the generational curses that they brought down that right, they right. so we're dealing with all their shit so who better but them to guide us through navigating all this stuff right, right. to navigate this world and and i think this is something that like um religion um, scares us so much. And so I think that's why there's so much shame and so much guilt, guilt and blame and so much fear and, and blame so fear, in, in yeah. connecting with our ancestors because we are taught colonization has taught us that it is not okay, that it is yeah. not right. But, but come on, who better to help us, to guide us, to be with us than our ancestors? Right. Yeah. Ashe. And there's a lot, and that's why it's so important to do the shadow work, mm-hmm. to get to know yourself and shed mm-hmm. all of that colonization mm-hmm. so that you can hear them and you can connect with them the way that it was intended, the way that so, they seek. Yeah. So, so think about it. The, um, the reason I say it's the colonization because whoever you know wherever whatever culture you are there was always the the like for example we're mexican so then the spanish came into mexico and they colonized you know the indigenous people and so then they brought in their religion so then for any indigenous person that and any mexican person that is catholic or christian you know that is the colonizer's religion that we have taken on it is not our indigenous roots and it's not our indigenous practices yeah and then the parts that are like and then we talked about it briefly i think just like curanderismo and santeria Mm -hmm. are still kind of embedded into our culture but it's the parts that are so in your face that you can't hide are demonized Mm -hmm. and then the parts that we do a lot like the empachos and the soadas mm-hmm. and the stuff the that we can get away with. But, yeah. yeah, that's just something that connects. And it's so beautiful because it really connects us to our culture and connects mm-hmm. us to the people within our culture. Mm-hmm. And But we still demonize the rest. You know what I oh mean? Oh my gosh, yeah. And it's it just, why? Because we're scared because we go back to the church teaches us that it's 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 bad. It's, that it's just, the devil. It's it's generations of trauma that we have forgotten why the fuck we're afraid Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. we're still we still allow the fear to live in our Mm -hmm. body 
Because um, essentially, when the colonizers came in, and you know, and this is in, in in any BIPOC community, they come in and then they build their temples on top of our indigenous temples, mm-hmm. and then they change our um, indigenous holidays into the colonized to their religious religious holidays. So everything is it goes back to everything is stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, it's like one of the things we were talking about that we were cracking up that you can't cross your legs in church, mm-hmm. right? And so spiritually, when you're like in in, in Misa, in um, in a spiritual um, setting. setting, you don't cross yourself to so that you can let the energy flow. Right, right. And so that's when we were like, oh my God. There's a connection here. Yeah. And we don't even, like, they don't, and it's funny because I remember my dad would say, you know, don't cross yourself. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, why? Well, because then you're saying that you don't love God. <laughs> Damn. But basically, just that's like a, you're not, yeah. you're not allowing you're not it allowing. in, which uh-huh. is the same shit. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? I was I in also... church last week and I crossed my legs. <laughs> <clears throat> were you? Why were you in church? Um, Sophie's little oh, thing. Oh, yeah. so you don't love God? I, I do love I, myself. I, 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 I love myself. Oh, shame. <laughs> Going back, that is so important to honor them and to take their advice as much as we can because i know sometimes it's really hard to listen and and to take it but to know that this comes from a sacred space it's it's our sacred connection with our ancestors mm-hmm. okay so that's why we have uh altars so now let's go back why right? why what so like the stuff that we put so so let's go back so we have the table the tablecloth the water Water. Uh, what, first of all, why a table? Because they like their own space. Mm-hmm. They like that we have decided to de- dedicate an entire space for them. Mm-hmm. They usually like their altars in a corner. If you don't have a table, you can put it on the windowsill. You can put bookshelf. it on a bookshelf. You can put it, even if you don't have any of that, you can put it on the floor. And if you put it on the floor, you have to put it up against a wall do a half circle around it, almost mimicking a tabletop or whatever. And you're going to do seven lines, I believe, or nine lines on the circle to do like the doorway or the sun. Hold that thought. When you pick your spot, pick a spot that you're not going to be moving around because what you do is that once you put that altar in, you're creating a portal. You're creating an energy mm, space. You're creating, yeah. imagine like it's a doorway. It's a doorway where they come down and where they walk in and they and you receive them. Yeah. So pick a space where you know that you're going to be able to keep it there. It's not going to move. It also has to be a private space. So don't put it like in the living, in the center of your living room where everybody walks in, like all your house guests. Try to put it in a, in like your second living room if you have one. And in, 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 in another bedroom, in a space where not, um, like guests that come visit don't see it and that it just doesn't get a lot of um, energy energy from strangers mm-hmm. so yeah so don't put it right in front of the door because that's where all the energy comes in um and then if you try not to put it in your bedroom because it's like having them just walk in on you in your room in when you're like in your space so they you and they need their privacy so right if don't put them in their bedroom but if that's all you have then kind of separate your bedroom out so that they have their space and um, you have your space. Right. And then so if you guys are sharing a room, you know, tell it with your ancestors, you can just tell them to give you your space whenever you need to. Or that clean divide of this is their space and this is my space becomes very apparent. My altar is in my room and the divide, <laughs> you can tell what is theirs and what is mine. Simply just because like they're on my ass about keeping their space clean. 
They're not allowed on the couch. And on that one? and they're not allowed on the couch. So no. Remember one of your lives you were talking about, or was it your last reading? The, or the last? A little um, boy came and sat down. And I was like, "What the fuck, boy? What the fuck?" You're like, "That's not mine." I know. And so then having really strong boundaries with mm-hmm. them is really good. It's mm-hmm. just honestly, you're engaging with people, and 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 it, we have stories. So, um, one of so my altar is up in my second living room in a corner so you can't see it unless you like come downstairs and totally look right but then that portal it goes all the way down and it ends up in Ayeli's closet yeah and so then for like the when I moved in it took a while because I was still a little tapada you know what I mean like I didn't still closed off locked yeah and I didn't put up my altar right away either and they were really mad okay so it took Mm -hmm. some time Mm -hmm. dude oh my god I remember that because they were on your ass (laughs) too but then we were like so when we moved we had to do a lot of remodeling so then we were remodeling for two weeks so they, they were still at our old house and then when we finally moved in in December of that year um, I kept them out. I think, I think we still remodeled all December and was it in January Dude, too? Oh no, it was like the end of January, beginning of February. So then all December and all January were still remodeling, but they wanted to be out. But because I because had so many could. people in and out of the house and then, excuses. Okay. The tr- real truth, the truth. Cause my parents were coming over and I don't ah, want them to see my altar. And go. I don't want them to give me and crap. And the trauma yeah. appears. Yes. From zero to trauma. From zero to 100. Zero to But trauma. then they were so mad. They they were on you were about mad. it. Because they were like, put out the altar. My mom uh-huh. would be like, no, put on the altar. My mom would be, no. And what did that look like? It was just you going on, you know, day to day, but having thoughts about putting up the altar. The altar. The altar. It was very the just telepa- telepathically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way I hear them is I it's it's a voice in my head. It's very similar to mine, but just like a little different um, energy. Yeah. So I hear him, but then I would just like it's okay, guys, or not yet. So then I would be like arguing with them and like not yet, not yet. Finally, they're like put it up now. And then, and then Nayeli, I think you were like I helped you, I was or like, you let's told get me. It. I was like, oh, okay, I think okay. I did tell you. I don't remember. Honestly. But on that note, let me just tell this little story. So then I finally put it up, and then my dad was hanging. Uh, my dad was helping us do some put on finishing the floors, up. I think upstairs. And I think it was the bathroom that he was helping us finish with the washer and dryer. Yeah. The washer and dryer. Huh? So we were finishing that up, and he just walked over and he and looked at the altar, and he was just so happy to see his mom mm. and dad. And so he was talking to me about it, and I was like. Because I have his parents, and then I have some other some of his siblings, not his siblings, his um, parents, oh, siblings. his parents, siblings. But I had to put up his sibling, um, and it was really, it was just really nice. So it was, yeah. that was, so I was like, oops, sorry guys. I remember the day that you took out the box, um, and when we opened the box that all they were in, mm-hmm. like everything. I literally, that was the first time I felt, okay, so we opened it, and I felt, like, all this pressure off my body. Oh like, my I literally God. felt like I was in the box, and when we opened it, I was like, oh my God, <sighs> I can breathe. It was insane, because it was, the, I remember, I, it's such a vivid experience, because I remember that that was the first time that I felt them since being back. Oh, wow. That I felt them, felt them. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Well, see, that box, I was, I took, so then I packed them, they, they were the last thing I packed, mm-hmm. and then the first thing that was in the truck, and they were in the truck with us in front, mm-hmm. and then they were the first thing that I placed out. So they were here, and we took care of them, they were in a special little box. Well, But they were in the box forever. Huge box, but they, yeah, they were. So her altar lands 
right the into your closet. The portal is straight into my mm-hmm. closet too. And so for the when we started placing them and after spending more time and with me being more connected, mm-hmm. slowly but surely <laughs> I started seeing like figures in my room, in my closet. <laughs> and I would feel really uncomfortable going in there because I knew somebody was in there or people were in there. I always felt watched. So I always closed my closet door. Mm-hmm. Slowly they started coming, the more that I you know, was more connected or the deeper I went into my spirituality, the more comfortable these people were <laughs> taking the, t- coming out of my closet. Yeah. And I remember I was sleeping one day and my face faces my closet, like super close, you guys, super duper close. And someone was standing, it was just a shadow, thank God, because I, can, I cannot operate like that. Like, I do not like jump scares, and they know it because I told them. Um, but just like a shadow right in front of my face, and the longer I stared at it, the more I just saw it become more clear, and oh my God. Like, no. And then I just remember, I was like, Mom, what the, like, I, I think I just gave you a little comment. of like, uh-huh. yeah, I just always see people there. Uh-huh. And you're like, Oh my God! The altar is right there, Nayeli. Yeah. And I was like, Oh. Because, yeah. right. and then we put two and two together because then your altar goes up into Sophia's closet. Oh yeah, and she feels <laughs> and the she's same always way. like her, she doesn't say anything, but her closet is always closed. off limits. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I always see it too. This is your closet, huh? But I always see things in front of her uh, door. Oh, always. Yeah. Always. Well, people, specific uh. people in front of the door. So it's just like these altars really are portals. And then up in the sillon, on the sofa. Yeah, that's They're true. always sitting and on the Sophie's sofa. And Sophie's door. Yeah. Yeah. I always see them in Sophie's door, too. Yeah. So, and then with our altars, it's really beautiful. Our altars just create this beautiful circle. Mm-hmm. So our whole house is like a vortex. Yeah. People coming in and out. Yeah. We, we, um, it's so beautiful. Sometimes when we'll have a, we do this ceremony, it's called a despacho Mm -hmm. and it's like a celebration to them and it's a total offering for them, for the ancestors. And when we do that, Nayeli says like, it's just so beautiful what you see. Yeah. So we'll be in the, in the living room, all, all of us and really creating a sacred space within us for us Mm -hmm. and slowly the more that we go into the ceremony like the very beginnings just there's movement in the air these ancestors coming in um and they it's so so the people on our altar the ancestors on our altar they're like the leaders the ring leaders they feel the elite the top the the top the boss yeah like they're the mob bosses Oh my god, you get out of my head, ma'am. You get out of my head. Um, no, you get out of my head. So then, so yeah, so they start rallying everybody up, like calling everybody, and it's so funny because like I see them, like or I hear them, and there reaches a point where they all just start going outside. <laughs> the drama, okay? And so our drama. Cats, our cats, you guys, sit at the window, and they're like all just staring yeah, out the window, like, so, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, they just, yeah, yeah, they really just stare out the window. And it's like a party, you guys. So it's like in the beginnings when we're about to start the despacho, you can hear the ringleaders, like mm-hmm. the matriarchs, like, you have to do this, you have to do that. It's mm-hmm. like as if you're going into a barbecue or setting up for a party. Mm-hmm. 
And a Mexican then, party. A Mexican party, yeah. <laughs> and then, so they all end up going outside and process into the home. So it's like a procession. <laughs> a procession, So they literally yeah. stand outside, they line up around line the, up the house. house. Yeah, and just and slowly pros- go into the house yeah. one by one as we do the <laughs> ceremony. And then at the end, they all hang in the entire house while, and then at the end, they end up being like outside in the backyard mm-hmm. it's a party and it's mm-hmm. oh it's just so beautiful to be able to give that to them yeah and to for to say like we honor you you yeah. know we honor you we thank you and it's like we are so blessed to have you to walk with you yeah, yeah. that's beautiful that's so beautiful okay um, these ancestors I know. I love so, Okay, okay, so the water on the altar. Why do we have the water? Well, first, why do we have the cloth? Okay. Divinity. It's purity. It light. is light. Yeah, and it's to protect too, no? Yeah, I so white protect. is very uh, protection. Yeah, so that's why you put the white and then you put the water mm-hmm. because water is a is the same thing as in the spiritual realm as it is in the physical realm mm-hmm. and it works as a bridge and it so a means of communication, mm-hmm. connection, mm-hmm. connection and communication. So that's why you have to like clean out the water and always have fresh water on your altar. The Change more... it every 3 days if you can. Okay. Right? I cha- it depends. Me and my ancestors... And this is the thing, though. The more that you spend time in mm-hmm. this ancestral garden, the mm-hmm. more that you will find out what certain ancestors mm-hmm. want or mm-hmm. need. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just start getting familiarizing yourself with mm-hmm. them. So it's different for everybody. You do what? Every, for real, for real? You do every No, I do days? every five to seven days. Okay, I do every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least every it, week. It depends. When they want more, they'll tell me. And yeah. I, I can't sleep, right? Right, So the right. next day, I, I'll, I still won't miss anything. And see, that's but the, the next difference. Day hella stubborn so you can't yeah. sleep yeah i'll i'll hear them but i'll just ignore them but, but you know can still I hear sleep. them yeah but i can still sleep i don't know why they I do that to you i'm really stubborn and i yeah they don't let me it's sleep you don't listen they don't let me sleep. is it that you just don't listen that's why they're like oh if we tell if we can't if we keep her from sleeping she'll know that we need something i think that's how it is I don't know, but they haven't been letting me sleep, and Lord. No, I slept really good last night. Okay, good. Thank God. And the night before, too. Thank oh, God. Oh, good. And then? I'm just kidding. Okay, so the then... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I did it. Okay. Anyways. So the water is a bridge, mm-hmm. and the, the clearer the water, the more fresh, the clearer mm-hmm. the communication. Mm-hmm. And that's why, again, we say that our body is the altar, because we're made up mm-hmm. of, what, 70% water? Or did yeah. I... Or yeah? 80. 70? Nah. Uh-huh. And so they don't, they drink the water, but they drink it energetically. They take the essence of the water. Right. So that's why we have to change it out and right. <clears throat> give them new water. And I always like to look at the water and see if it's like groggy. If it's groggy, that's very interesting to me. If there's flies oh, in it, that's very yeah. interesting to me. When if when there's more work done, when there, yeah, when, when the energies are negative and heavy, the dirtier the water. Yeah. It's, and honestly, again, and it's a case-by-case case thing. So, yeah. So, don't read too much into the color of the water, but just change it up. Yeah. And if you have any questions, I mean, you can always ask because, again, mm-hmm. this is a case-by-case case mm-hmm. thing. Um, and then... The candle. The candle. The candle's a light. It's a it's a <clears throat> guiding. It guides them. It, it's like you turn it on and it's like, here, we're here. So, follow the light. Yeah. Like a lighthouse. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. Teffy oh, said a lighthouse. Oh. Which I thought was so really beautiful. beautiful. So, after... Or, that okay 
some an offering that's always a go-to to bring in the elements because if you haven't already guessed we are doing the elements mm-hmm. fire earth <laughs> so water so then you have sand on your altar or what do you have flowers vamos a tu, vamos a. Oh, i have oops. well i don't have flowers now but i have well, plants like Oh, rocks. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. have my rocks right there. Have Every time rocks. we go somewhere, I give, I bring them something like a little seashell okay. or a rock. Yeah. Um. Yeah. See, so I have plants. Okay. I got it. Or you bring them flowers. I bring my flowers. Cool. Yeah. There you go. Earth. <laughs> and then there's air, which would be incense, mm-hmm. smoke. Um, smoke is so cleansing. We, they love the smoke. They really do love the smoke. I don't love the smoke. You don't love the smoke. No. We need to figure it's that out. It's the demons that are trying to get out. Okay. Yeah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. So true. Her inner demons. Yes. Um, that's why it's so important to do shadow work because then you won't be able to really indulge or really... <laughs> they can't see your face. <laughs> You keep making faces at the camera. <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> send help. Do some chapstick. Yes, I think that's it. That's all I'm trying to say is send help. Come on, say this. All right, let's get to the good stuff. Oh, Food. cigar. Oh, cigar. Cigar. So cool. they love the smoke. So what I like to do, well, I haven't done it lately because Nayeli's always smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not smoking. No, no, I don't she's smoke. she's um. So it's it's the tobacco offering. It's the tobacco um. It so so you create a, a relationship as well with the tobacco, and you work with the tobacco. So that's what Nayeli does. She has a relationship with the tobacco, and then it's a, it's an offering for them, and they take the essence of the tobacco, and they just absolutely love it. So it's the same thing as you can do your copal, your um. Incense, your Palo Santo, sage. But if it, you can, you know, if you are. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. But on that note, it's like you, you. I want you to. De- I want you guys to develop a relationship with the smoke also that you use, right? Okay. Yeah. So maybe like sage, especially because it's becoming so um, endangered. Mm-hmm. Try not to use that. Okay. You can use anything else. You can even burn, like we burn cedar. Oh my God, they love the cedar. Yeah, sweet grass. Um, sweet grass, just whatever. But then also you have to know a lot of these are, it's medicine, right? It's um, it's like the tobacco, it's a medicine. It, it's a form of healing. So right. you just have to use all of respect that with it. respect. Yes. Yeah. So the, deba- the tobacco cleanses and protects and they also love it as a vice <laughs> in the old oh, days. Oh, they love it. So they really, really do appreciate they it. They love it. Um, and I think especially like my the, my grandpa's. The, no, my grandma too. Oh, yeah. She loves that shit. I think when you're when you're over here smoking it up, I'm like, that's her because she's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then, okay, so now the good stuff. They love, love, love anything sweet. They love sugar. They love the sweetness. Yeah. Um, and that's us. I mean, it depends. Again, it depends. You have to build a relationship. Right, right. Because, too, when we did our despacho, mine was all candy. And yeah. yours were more flowers. I my, felt like more seeds and walnuts. And, and mine yes, was all candy. And I was all happy with lavender <laughs> and dandelions. Yeah. And you're like, candy, candy, candy. Candy bears. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that the despacho, I think, was a beautiful image of what 
my relationship with the ancestors mm. versus yours. And mm-hmm. it's different. So mm-hmm. yes, mm. sweets, but don't feel obligated to buy sweets. Like, right, right. My offerings, right, it's anything and everything right. that you can think of, honestly. Well, well good... A good practice that I we need to get better about is like when you go home when you when you make a home cooked meal, like they prefer the home cooked the stuff that you make like your favorite oh, dishes yeah. and stuff. When you make that home cooked meal, what you do is that first bite is for them. So you get and it's just a little bit. You don't have to serve like huge serving sizes, right? Just like a tablespoon, a teaspoon, small portions. But they like everything, a little bit of everything. Okay. But I'll, I don't. So for that, I don't do the big portions when I do, like oh. the size of your palm. Yeah, I'll do like a quarter of it. Oh, damn. It's because it's the essence of the food, right? right? It, it's right. that you're not necessarily the food, but that you're giving them the first choice and the first. Right. So did you mention mm-hmm. that, that it has to be the first thing the you first do before you, you do. eat? Before yeah. you eat, you go, you make the ancestral plate. Because I even even with um when we go to ceremony, when we do our white tables, that's what they do. And it's un platote. Right. I'm stuck on that. Okay. So then we serve Pero them. Pero no, es un platote no, tampoco. Plato. It's like the size of my hand. The plate. Or the serving? The serving. The okay. size of my palm. Okay. It's not that much. Fine. So then we serve them, we and then we, we eat. But I think um, just giving them, giving them that offering of your food that you cook. With intention and with mm-hmm. love and mm-hmm. with your energy. Yeah. So good. So good. They love that. Mm-hmm. And then just like, it gets in, like if you know stuff about them, like I know my one of my abuelitos loves like Coca-Cola, right? A Coke. So on his birthday, I'll put him a Coke. Whenever I remember, which has been really, ooh, he needs a Coke. It's been bad because I haven't, you know, we don't drink pop. So I have to go buy him a Coke and put him, one of our, um, one of Nayeli's deities, one of Nayeli's saints, they really like um, wine. So we have mm-hmm. to get the wine. Yeah, some red wine. Mm-hmm. My abuelitos love the tequila, so we always have tequila. So just depends. Or rum. Like, like if you know what they like, then give it to them. Um, but then, I don't know. Just think. Oh, this. How about this? But they love all the fresh stuff. They love everything. I think as long as you give it to them, at, with it comes from the heart, then yeah. they just absolutely. They'll take it. They right. It. And also, like. Let's say you have um, a business meeting, right? Or a really important meeting at work. And you have one ancestor who was the business one. Then you can make a special offering for him and be like, hey, I need your help. Come with me. Here you go. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, bet. Like, I'm coming. I also want to say, like, I can already hear you guys. Well, what if we don't know what they like? Well, what if we don't know? Well, what do you like? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. What do you like? And then look Mm -hmm. at what's something that keeps popping up in your head. Mm -hmm. For me, for the longest time, I kept craving apples. I don't Mm. like apples. So then I was like, what the fuck is going on? And Mm. then I was like, oh, Oh. the ancestors. Or sometimes I crave like alcohol, like a vino or a margarita. But when I take a sip, ugh, like it mm-hmm. doesn't hit. And so then that's like, oh, the ancestors, the ancestors want, want the alcohol. So I think that happened. that's been happening lately because I haven't been drinking a lot. I just, mm-hmm. it, I can't taste it anymore. It doesn't have taste. So it was it like, I want to. doesn't have taste. That sounds like an alcoholic to me. I don't drink. Well, I drink, but not really. So I had a margarita and it was not good. <laughs> It made me throw up, and so then I realized, oops, it wasn't me that wanted it. Oops. So and I, and I, oops. <laughs> I just uh, three of the chest just <laughs> margaritas. My bad. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. 
you're sleeping. But yeah, it's like what you're craving mm-hmm. or what is like mm-hmm. a specific food that keeps popping up in your head. Mm-hmm. Or like when they want flowers, they'll be like, flowers, flowers. I just see flowers in my head. Red roses, red roses. I'm like, okay, okay. So like we always... Red room, red room. Red rover, red rover. So they tell you what they want. Yeah, they do. They do. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important, again, to do your shadow work so that you can... He- and be aware of your thoughts so that you can hear them when they ask you for things. Um... Moving on, so I like to, oh yeah, the chocolates. The chocolate. They're mm-hmm. big on chocolates. So um, the sweet, see? The sweet. Honey, sugar, like if you don't have honey. anything, you can just give them a little bowl of sugar. They love bowl yeah. of sugar. And then you can have salt there to also protect you. Mm-hmm. I put a little jar of salt all the time. I like to put bells. A mirror. A mirror. And the mirror is meant to send back any energy that is sent towards you that isn't positive or that isn't for your highest good. Mm -hmm. All the mirror does is it sends it back. Um, Since this altar is the portal, is like a Mm -hmm. meeting ground for your energy and the energy of your ancestors. It's the doorway Mm -hmm. that any energy that is sent to you has to go through it. Yes. And the mirror reflects it back. And you Mm -hmm. don't have to do any work. Yeah. You know, he's just chilling. They got you. You can also put, like, they've been asking for a machete. I was just... You were just oh thinking God. about that? Yeah, Shango. Oh, been yeah. asking for a machete. I was thinking, like, a, yeah, machete or, like, an axe type. Putting, like, that type of stuff on the altar is also to protect mm-hmm. yourself it, and in think, think about it. It's, like, stuff that you give... Tools that you're giving them to use mm. to protect you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> Going back to the candle, that lighthouse, you can dictate how, when you want it on and when you want it off. I like my candle, my light on all the time, all day, every day. So it's up to you again. If you guys have more questions, let us know. Send, send, um, Nayelia. Send help and send. (laughs) Send Nayelia, you know, a little 911. That's kidding. Send her a message on Instagram. I think that's the easiest or an email. Um, also like we can, if you guys have more questions, send them to us and we can elaborate on what, on what is needed and what you guys want to add. Um, trying to think what else, but I think we covered <clears throat> everything. Yeah. Oh, Most I want it. to. Oh yeah. The candle. So Nayeli does keep her candle on all the time. I keep mine on all the time as well. But like if I travel, I turn it off and if I'm out, um, like I don't know. Yeah, just when I travel, I turn it off. Oh, one of the other things. We have pets, so we have cats. So I don't like them on the altar. The ancestors like like them on Love the altar. Them. So Love don't, them on the altar. don't freak out if the cat's over there drinking their water. They allow it. Um, <laughs> they like it. But what I did is I, I created a little, um, like a, so I sealed it. But because the ancestors want them on there, the ancestors unsealed it yeah they said no 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 we'll allow them i also wanted to throw in if you don't have pictures of your ancestors mm. but you have their names you can write, write down, down their, their names. names and leave them on the altar yeah. you can also another offering is writing to them writing their oh, little things yeah. i always like to do that for them and you'll notice as you start building your altar we start i started with one photo and now <clears throat> i have a bunch we so have the whole family what you'll notice is they'll start coming to you. They, you'll start getting random photos of like I I had a second cousin send me photos, mm-hmm. which was like and it was of our ladies. Isn't Aww. that crazy? They were like, God damn it! We're, they said put us on the fucking altar. We're gonna be there because so you'll start noticing and just people will reach out. You you'll find them. 
you'll yeah. find them you'll get Surrender. them and you'll get their names um i ha- i went on a crazy hunt for a while because our main matriarch wanted us to know her name yeah so i was on that ancestry like a crazy psycho probably for a couple <laughs> Month. So I did it for a couple months. I couldn't find anything. I stopped, and then I had a whole month where I was just like looking, 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 looking until and I we found, found her. her. Until we found her, and it was insane. I was literally just talking to my friend today about mm-hmm. her. Uh, I was like, "Well, I didn't like my name because people didn't know how to say my name, mm-hmm. and I wanted to change it to this specific name." Um, <clears throat> I told my mom that, and my sister's like, yeah, me too. I really liked that name, and mm-hmm. I wanted to change my name to that. And I think Sophie wanted mm-hmm. it to. So we all had this connection to this name. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a white table, or we had my initiation ceremony. And my godmother came up to me and was like, hey, there's this woman that wants you to know her name. There's this woman that's protecting you. I don't think she said that she wanted us to know her name, but that she's with us, that she walks with us, She like, that she's in an island. On an island. And all this oh. stuff. And we're like, uh. I was like, me? I was like, mm, I don't know. And then I was like, yeah, yeah. I remember you're like, yeah, we just came back from an island. And I was like, that's not what she meant. Oh. But you, were, you knew. Like, your spirit knew. It it's didn't make sense, but right. you knew. Yeah, it's because you have to remember it. Me, I just know things. Yeah. And that's how I channel. I just know things. Right, so, right. So you I just knew. knew. Yeah. And then, come to find out, after my mom had gone crazy with that, Ancestry.com, she found the matriarch of the matriarchs. Mm-hmm. The, the mother of all mothers. The mother of the mother. Um, and la mamá de la mamá de la mamá de la mamá. The la mamá de la mamá de la mamá de la mamá. <laughs> and then... We found out her name was the same name that we were all, like, drawn to. to, Mm -hmm. And she lived in a fucking island. Mm -hmm. Isn't that... And it was just insane. It was absolutely insane to see that. And she walks with us, and we need to put her name on the altar. Oh, you put her no, in the altar. I am so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I have so okay, I know. Bye. I have so many names that I have to put. Like, oh my god. But yes, right. this is our connecting with ancestors and our, and our altar, altar setup. I think, yeah, I think this is great. This is a great first step, and I, this is a great. <laughs> nice, nice, cool. That was perfect. It was, it was great. Cool. Um, so yes, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Instagram. Subscribe and like us. Give us some stars, right? Oh, Is that yeah, the... I think so. I don't know how to look at that stuff. I don't know how to either, but... But still support us. Yeah, go support funsies. us. Subscribe and put Yay. little hearts. Little, not little hearts. You can't like it. I think you go and rate us. Okay. Give us a five. Okay. Thank you. We're very honored to be allowed in your space and, and, and be allowed to share our stories and... And I think um, one of our next topics, I don't know if it'll be next week or not, will be vulnerability. And I think this for us, for me... is painful. Very, <laughs> very painful because it's just allowing... It's bringing down that veil that and that wall that I worked very hard to keep up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so... Lots of reasons. So thank you for all these learning lessons, people. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, Thank you. <clears throat> again, don't forget to take care of yourself, to heal your body, pay attention to your body, especially right now. Follow yeah. Fatima, hija del maíz. Del maíz. Content coming soon. I'll, I'll start. I'll, I'll send a little bit. I had to do it this weekend. Yeah, she to. will definitely do it. And follow me at the nay underscore area, and book me for any one-on-one healing sessions. 
Sending you guys with lots and lots of love. Mucho, mucho amor. Ashe. I don't know if that's copyrighted. Ashe. Ashe. Ashe.